Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to outrank your competition when you have less links. So Neil, it's a good starting point for you on this one since you've done a lot of link building um, and it's been, it's been working well for you and you're good at it. So what are your thoughts? Sure. Links do have a huge impact in Google's rankings. And I will lie if I say, hey, if you didn't get more links, you're not going to rank better. But there's one caveat. Since Google released the Hummingbird update, it's an algorithm that had the biggest impact to uh, the search engine listings. And most people don't realize that because Hummingbird is really complex. But what Hummingbird does is it looks at everything in a topical sense. They no longer look at keywords individually. So they don't just say, all right, you know, uh, if you have the right keywords like marketing, SEO, et cetera, you're going to rank for SEO. They can figure out that you're talking about SEO when you're talking about Google rankings, or if you're talking about backlinks, you don't have to mention the word SEO. They can figure that out. In essence, they're looking at topics, themes. So the sites with the strongest themes tend to rank the best. And they're also looking for, once a hummingbird algorithm released, they're looking for really in-depth and thorough content. So if you're talking about Abraham Lincoln, and we've discussed this a lot in the podcast in the past, they don't want 10 pages on Abraham Lincoln. They want one really in-depth page. So the person who has the most in-depth page that covers everything on Abraham Lincoln, from presidency, from slavery, from his beard, to schooling, to his wife, like every little detail about him, they're probably going to rank the highest. And that's what the stats and the data shows. I did a blog post in the past called How Google Hummingbird Really Works, what we learned by analyzing 9.93 million words of content. And to give you an overview of how Hummingbird works, just let's look at the personal finance industry. There's a few blogs. There's GetRichSlowly.org. There's MyMoneyBlog.com. There's ThePennyHoarder.com and MagnifiedMoney.com, right? Those are just four blogs. Now, can you guess which blog has the most backlinks? It's actually Get Rich Slowly. They're the oldest. They've been around the longest. They have more content, more pages. But you know what? Can you guess which website gets the most amount of traffic? ThePennyHoarder.com. Why? Because their content is way more thorough. All right. And one other thing is more links doesn't necessarily mean better. If you have a bunch of votes coming from people that... Um, when, when I say votes, I mean links. You have a bunch of links coming from sites that don't have much authority at all and you know, have just been started. Well, that's not really a good signal to Google. So you know, if you have more relevant links but you have less, that in effect can put you ahead of other people sometimes. So um, you don't necessarily need to always have more links, but think about relevancy. Um, you, know, you can look at things like domain authority as well, but um, that does play into, into effect. And ju- just like with Hummingbird, it's looking at the you – know, the overall relevancy of a entire post. It's not just looking at, you know, number of keywords in the post, um, like the old days of SEO. And, and the way you outrank your competition 
to be very topical relevant, right? Is you can use a lot of tools out there. Um, one of the tools that I love is called marketmuse.com. And what they do is they look at all the web pages that rank in the top 20 for any of the key terms that you're trying to rank for, right? And it'll tell you how topically relevant you are to a lot of the phrases within that space. And they'll tell you what you need to add that you don't have on your page that your competition has as well as what they don't have. So it's a tool that just analyzes your content, tells you add all of this stuff and you can be the most topically relevant for you know those phrases, keywords, et cetera, that you're going after. Not only will you rank for those, but you'll also rank for all the other ones in the space if you add all of these phrases and topics to your page. It's a simple tool. It's not that expensive. I don't know what the cost is, but it starts like in the hundreds of dollars. It's worth checking out. God, there's one that's ex- that's like this, but it's free. I'm, I need to try to find it though. So, um, you know, we'll try to drop this in the show notes. But I do know there's one out there that that's free. So maybe you can Google Market Muse competitor or something like that. There has I, I was just looking at it the other day. Um, one of our our SEO people just brought it up, but um, I'll have to find it. But the if we're looking for a free tool um, that's not as powerful as Market Muse, you can also look at ubersuggest.org. Um, check out, you know, you can just type in a keyword there and they'll have a lot of different suggestions that you can perhaps uh, think about incorporating into your piece of content and making it as in-depth as possible. And then again, we always talk about the skyscraper technique in terms of making something really in-depth. Neil just alluded to the Abraham Lincoln piece of content. If you're looking to create something, uh, you know, you might as well try to make a canonical piece, um, you know, in in a lot of cases. So um, Take a look at that one. That's always good review. I actually look at that one every couple of months or so just to make sure I, I remember what's going on, you know, and I meet with the team. Um, but I don't really have much more to add around this. Neil, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, one other simple thing, and this helped increase my rankings by another ten percent. It was a bit more not uh, rankings traffic, right? It was like ten point something percent. So with most blogs and websites, you end up linking out a lot. Now, what's the issue? Well, when you link out too much, you can be seen as a directory. So, for example, take neilpatel.com. My guys analyze the sites. We realize that we have over 28,000 outbound links. That's a lot of outbound links, right? Like the site almost looks like a directory. So what they ended up doing was anything that was uh, like, hey, read this, click here if you want further learning on this, but it wasn't necessarily relevant for the user to go and read that, they no followed. Anything that was necessary. So, for example, if we did 10 tools that you ought to use to grow your traffic, we would link and we would do follow-ups. So we'd make sure it passes juices. But for the ones that uh, were like, hey, if you just want extra information, it's not required to read this, but go read it on your own time. We pretty much no follow those. And we literally got over a 10% increase in search traffic. I know that sounds crazy. It took us a bit more than 50 days or so to get the increase, maybe close to 60. But I know it happened within two months, all by just no following a ton of external links that we shouldn't be of linking to in the first place. So it was really easy. That helped boost our rankings. The other thing that we ended up doing too, which also helped with ranking, is and we've been testing this on a lot of sites. We're about to implement this on neilpatel.com. And we usually don't test uh, everything on our major sites first because if it drops, then we lose a ton of traffic. But we found out that the URL structure that WordPress puts a lot of times by default, because everyone puts the dates in their URL structures, by removing that on a few sites, we noticed that we got an increase in search traffic on the low end of around 6%. 
and on the high end of around 12%, 13%, somewhere around there. But you can conservatively say you're going to get 6%. We've tested this on a bit more than four sites, but we have a fifth one going right now. And then once we have five, assuming it all works for all those, then we'll end up rolling it out on neilpatel.com and doing all the 301 redirects. Um, but the results were really good, right? And we noticed that Google doesn't like dates in URLs. So just removing the dates in your URLs and just having more cleaner URL streams. I know it sounds really silly. And you're like, oh, Google's really advanced. That shouldn't matter. Well, we are noticing that it's helping with rankings. All right, that's it for today's episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.